0: hey what's up everyone it is monday morning valentine's day all right all right all right okay cool all right y'all so let's talk about all right so since i've been a young guy all righty i have been in sales i've been doing sales for for quite some time okay right now i'm not in sales right so i'm a, a project manager for the air force and um that's in the it department communications so what is knowing your shit? Okay, and I think this is what we're gonna label this episode: knowing your shit. Okay, and what is that? What do I mean by that? I mean knowing your lane, knowing what your expertise is, knowing everything about it. Right. So, if I am a, um, if I am a dog salesman, okay, dog salesman, I should know dogs. Should. If I'm a knife salesman, I should know I should know my knives, okay? I should know types of knives. I should know my competitors' types of knives. I should know what my knives are made out of, how they cut, how they sharpen, what the warranty of my knives are. If a knife breaks, will it get replaced, All right? Now, if we're talking about maybe, you know, Um, Really cheap knives that you can get at the dollar store, okay, family dollar. Hey, maybe they don't have warranties. But if you're paying good money for a pair of anything, um, you should know your shit, right? So um, I'm going into a store and I want to buy knives. Now, if it's not a specific knife store, I get it if I ask for help and you don't specifically know what is Henkel's, what is Chicago Cutlery, what is Cutco. Okay, I get it. If you don't if I'm in a department store and I ask you, hey, what's the best knife brand here? Okay, I get it. You might not know if you work in a department store, not specifically designated to selling knives, and that's fine. I get it. Okay. Most likely I'm already have I would have already done some research because I know I need knives. Alright, so I might know, hey, Chicago cutlery. Ankles, they're probably you know pretty competitive to each other um do i want to buy a set of knives that they sell in a store do i want to sell a set of knives that they only sell online where there isn't a store so they save a bunch of money um in overhead so most likely i'm getting a pretty good quality um for a lot less price okay for example um cutco okay They don't have a store as far as I know. It's all uh, peer-to-peer type sales, okay? Even door-to-door, all right? I'm a shoe salesman, and I work at Dillard's, for example, okay? In Albuquerque, Dillard's had the nicest shoe availability selection um, in the whole entire city, all right? So, I'm a shoe salesman. I work at Dillard's and Dillard's probably at the time and I'm giving you an example because I used to work at Dillard's. Okay. At the time Dillard's had probably, I would say a thousand shoes, for example, maybe not a thousand, 500 pairs of shoes. Okay. On the sales floor at any given time from 49, $59 shoes. Okay. Like, you know, old grandma style, you know, stuff that's you know, comfortable for them to walk in, right? So cheap shoes, cheaper, I want to say cheap, cheaper shoes, okay, to very expensive shoes, all right, um, I would say at the time a pair of sandals costed 600 bucks, Right, and that's that's expensive for Albuquerque. Right, it's not a rich and famous town. It's getting better, but right now, or even back then, it, was, it definitely wasn't. Right, you get a pair of boots for six, seven hundred dollars. Okay, eight hundred, maybe, maybe not eight hundred. I'll say six or seven at the time was probably the most expensive pair of boots that they had. Okay, a pair of pumps. right a pair of pumps were anywhere from $69 okay in the lower level brands all the way up to $400 or a pair of pumps that's a pair of shoes high heel shoes in case some of you all don't know that's a pair of high heel shoes that usually women wear to work or wear on nice occasions okay cocktail parties they wear them in business suits interviews things like that and they range anywhere from one inch hill to uh, I can't remember, a three, four inch hill, something like that. I think it I think it's a three inch. Okay. Or you can get a pump with a platform on the bottom, and then now you get into a four-inch hill, okay? Correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, all Right? And my dudes, you know who you are? Okay, so so a lot of shoes, all right. This is what I'm getting at. We had a lot of shoes on the floor, all right. And it went from the athletic shoe department, one huge sales floor, and that spun all the way across, right about what it seemed like 50 yards, okay, half of a football field or so, <laughs> up to the salon area where all the nice shoes were located. Okay, even the salon area was was a different color. The carpet was different, and even the seats were different. Okay. even a lot of the salesmen on that side were different, they looked different alright the guys in the salon section they were usually a little bit older men Okay, they had been working in the department store business for quite some time I remember one gentleman's name was Glenn Glenn had been there for 22 years and Glenn had a a lady for every pair of shoe in that store, okay, so if there was a lady who wanted the next I don't remember the names, right um, Skecher, he had a girl for that okay, the brand new pump came in from Stuart Weitzman, he had a girl for that, oh man the new Cole Haan riding boots came in, oh man, guess what, Glenn had a girl for that he would just call, he had their phone numbers, he would call them He had their business cards. And they would come in. He would wrap it up. He would do the purchase over the phone. And they would come in, pick up their bag, and go home. So Glenn had a girl for basically every pair of shoes in that store. Then you had another older gentleman. Okay. He had been there for about 15 years. And he was not as good as Glenn. But he was pretty damn good. He knew his job. He was fast quick efficient okay then you had another a couple other guys including myself mostly all part time or we were full-time but doing it just because we needed a job at the time okay i didn't want to break my back doing construction so i got a job wearing a suit selling ladies shoes and a lot of the guys in the area were Kind of in the same boat, right? We all kind of worked part time because we didn't want to break our backs. We wanted to be able to wear a business suit to work, look fresh, even though we we're in sales sound ladies' shoes. We we're sound ladies' shoes, all right? But we look fresh, I'll tell you right now. Okay, but back to the original story right then you have a good old manual coming in okay manual just came off of a, another shoe gig or excuse me a uh knife sale gig and that knife sailing sales place was uh was called cutco okay and if some of you have ever heard of cutco you know what i'm talking about okay top of the line knives top of the line cutlery kitchen wares basically top of the line a lot of stuff and it's not very cheap, it's expensive, it's top dollar. You pay top dollar for what you get. righty? and Cutco is one of those companies that doesn't have a storefront. They sell everything on a catalog. And in this personalized catalog, you can get some really nice stuff, right? You have a salesman or a saleswoman that comes to your home with a demo kit, and they show you all the latest and greatest uh, that the company has to offer. Okay, but the cool thing is, is you know everything about those knives, right? You go to those homes, you're invited um, to be able to let out your sales pitch. This might be we already have knives that might not even be in the knife market, okay, or the kitchenware market. Um, but hey, they're allowing you in their home, so you can give their pitch, give your pitch to them. Okay. You're selling them something they might not even need. So, all right. But you know your shit, right? You go in there, and even if you're new, you have the stuff, you've done training, you understand, right? You have a little book you go through, okay? Now it's even better. There's YouTube, there's a bunch of different sales tactics and techniques that you could use to sell somebody a pair of knives or a set of knives that they never knew they needed right you can sell somebody a pair of knives for $800 that they're never going to use it's going to be it's going to be put in their RV and they use their RV maybe once or twice a year but guess what you just made a sale right and you sell them on something they didn't know they needed but that's cuz you're damn good at it okay all right now let's go back okay we're going to go back we're going to go back um we're going to talk about how do you know your shit? And why should you know your shit? Especially if you're in sales. This morning I called Ford Lincoln. Just had a question. Just had a question about the new 2022 Lincoln Aviator Hybrid. If you haven't seen them, they're they're pretty sharp. They're beautiful SUV. And I just had a question. What does their leasing options look like? And I had those, uh, that question because being military, we move all the time, okay? We're always in and out of vehicles. And I was like, hey, this would be a nice vehicle to have the 2022 Lincoln Aviator Hybrid. How much does it cost? Okay, cool. It's expensive. Can I afford it? Yeah. But what if I don't want it for that long? What if I don't want to commit to owning it? Can I lease it? Well, yeah, I can. Okay. So I called the Lincoln dealership. And it's not just Ford, right? It's Lincoln, and I said, "Hey, can I speak to a Lincoln salesperson?" Hi, this is this is whatever her name is. Okay, how can I help you? Hi, I'm trying to get a hold of uh, sales uh, Lincoln sales. Yeah, yeah, this is this is this is Lincoln sales. Okay, great. Um, I'm looking to lease a 2022 Lincoln Aviator. Oh, okay. Oh, is it, is it, are you just interested in aviator? Yes. Just interested in aviator. Okay. Um, can I put you on hold to see what we have? Uh, yeah, sure. So I'm on hold. And she said, well, you know, um, it would be best if you come in and we, um, can talk about all your options. Well, and I told her this, I said, well, I'm not really interested in coming in at this point in time. I really want to know what you have. I'm really trying to be as efficient as possible. I'm calling you while I'm on the road right now. And this could be a present or a gift for my wife. So ultimately, I need to know if you have what I'm looking for, because otherwise I'm not going to spend my time, energy and effort going into your building or your facility if you don't have any aviators available. Okay. Um, Can I put you on hold again? Yes. On hold again. well she comes back are you still there yes I'm still here is there any way um I can get your information and or um is yeah is can, I, can I, cause I need to talk to my manager I'm like you know what no worries I got it no no problem if you don't know what you have on hand I'll go ahead and call the guys across the street I'm sure they'll know what they have in stock okay um is there any way I can get your phone number your contact information? Sure, you can. Okay, well, um, I'm going to do some research for you and I'll I'll call you right back to see what we have on stock. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Now, I'm a guy that is expecting somebody or a salesperson to know their shit, especially if you're looking at an $80,000 SUV, all right? If you don't know what you have, you shouldn't be working there because you're going to get an asshole just like me, right? I have already done my research. I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. And I probably already know that you have it on the sales lot. My concern is that you don't know and you're selling me the motherfucking vehicle. That's where we have a problem. Knowing your shit Okay Now when I get there Let's say she got me in the office She sat me down She said hey I'm sorry we don't have any aviators Guess what I'm pissed now right But I would have said hey What do you have That's comparable Do you have a used one Do you have anything in another lot somewhere That we can see Do you have a partner At the Ford dealership That they would be able to ship something here locally Right? Because I'm going to have questions, right? I'm going to have a bunch of those questions. What's the best deal you can give me since you don't have something right here now? Is it better if I just order something online and wait the six months to get it? So knowing your shit, knowing all those different avenues, variables that a customer could ask is very important. Because as of right now, when she calls me back, I don't even want to deal with her. And it's just unfortunate. Okay? Okay. It's unfortunate. So what does that mean to you? Why is that? So why does that tick me off so much? Well, and we talked about the first episode of me being in the Air Force, right? And there's some inconsistencies that we see, I see every single day with the military, right? There's not any one perfect process that any base does things. And I'll tell you right now. If it's anything, they all do shit differently, okay? We all have a regulation. However, that regulation doesn't state in a lot of ways or a lot of times how each process is supposed to go. What goes before what? What goes next? What goes after that? What's the third or fourth step after that? What can you expect after you turn in paper number one? What's the next thing to do, right? I'm gonna take you back here a couple weeks, three weeks ago. We all know that I got an assignment to a different country. So I've been submitting a lot of paperwork, out processing, making stuff work, getting everything done quick and in a hurry. And I needed to turn in some medical documents um, for my medical clearance to move overseas. So I submitted the document, right? They said, hey, submit these documents. We'll get you cleared, get you ready to go. Awesome. Boom. What else do I need to do? Um, Submitted documents. All's good? Yes, sir. Okay, now what's the next step? Nothing, sir. You're good to go. You don't have any issues. You got everything submitted. Perfect. Awesome. So I'm good. Yes, sir. You're good. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, cool. So I'll be able to get this and this and that, right? So there's a couple things that submitting that documentation was going to do for me. Well, let's fast forward from that day, two weeks. Fast forward two weeks. And I'm sitting here and nothing in my paperwork or online is reflecting the fact that I turned in this paperwork. So I know I know they're busy. I know they're busy, right? They're handling, from what I was told, 600 cases at the exact same time. So that's a lot of paperwork for two people to be handling, right? It's a lot of airmen out processing and submitting documents and trying to get to the next base, getting there, right? In-processing them. So I get it. They're busy. Two and a half weeks goes by. still nothing. I have another colleague who's also leaving, who was also leaving overseas. And he submitted the same documents that I did and nothing. So he actually physically went to the office because they're so busy, they're not answering the phone. Went into the office, asked what the status was, and that document was still sitting on the exact same person's desk <laughs> that received it two weeks ago, okay? His, his document. And I was like, you're shitting me, man. Are you kidding me? He was like, yeah, it was still sitting there. I was wow, this is great. Okay, cool. So what do I do? I get my ass right up. I go over to their office and I said, hey, I'm here because nothing's happening to my paperwork. And what does the guy bring me? He brings me a Memorandum for record We call those MFRs in the Air Force It brings me an M- MFR right? And he says take this to The assignments section So that way They can update you in the system I look at him And I scratch my head and I said I thought I had nothing else to do For this process, you told me I was all set, all good No worries, all everything was done Completed And he said yeah But I said well, what about this? Well, once you turn in the documents and once we update you in the system, then you have to come back and get this paper. And then you have to take this paper over to the assignment section so that way they can annotate it in the system. And then that goes to Air Force headquarters. And then Air Force headquarters will take as much time as they need to do it. Ultimately, I found out it's four to six weeks for them to review it, process it, authorize it. And get it updated into the system. And I'm looking at my man like, bud. I get it that this additional step, right? Is maybe outside of your lane a little bit. However, I asked you physically on multiple occasions, what else do I need after this process? And you said nothing. So if you're now starting to hear my voice, it was quite frustrating to know that as a worker, not necessarily sales, but my man didn't know his shit. And that was what was frustrating, right? Is that just because it may be one step out of his lane, for example, like by getting the document and then taking that to another office, but he never said I needed the document in the first place, right? So... Now you can see how people can get frustrated, right? But it's very important to know your craft, right? Know your field, understand, and maybe even understand maybe the first couple of steps before your practice, whatever you do, and maybe a couple after that practice of whatever you do, allowing people to get a breath of what the steps are, right? What they're kind of looking at as a, as a total snapshot of, hey, you're going to have to do this. If this happens, you got to do this. And then if you do this, you got to do this. Or, hey, I'm not going to tell you the truth. Or maybe, hey, I don't really know. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. Once you get this, you may have to do some other shit, but I don't know what that is. But being able to at least convey that to your customer to the, so that way they understand, hey, this is not the end all, right? I still have a couple other things I got to do. So not only will your customer or whoever you're helping out in general, not only will they appreciate you knowing your shit, but also they will also appreciate you knowing what has to do with it, right? What are those other things that they may have to do additionally to get that one step taken care of or that that checklist item, right? Um, Hey, after you get this in, this is probably what they're gonna do on the back end, cool. You're looking at probably four to six weeks for them to review it and authorize it. All right. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time. Nothing else I got to do? No, sir. Take this to your assignments, people. They'll get it loaded up into the system. Four to six weeks. Boom. You should have an answer. All right, man. Hey, that's great. Thank you so much, dude. What type of coffee do you drink, man? Or do you drink coffee? You know? Do you think... Like, what? what is... You know, let me pay it forward, man. I appreciate your time, your effort, and then going outside of your realm a little bit, all right? To let me know what those other steps are. So, I say that because we need to do better, right? We need to do better for our people. We need to do better as to society in general. Okay, we need to do better. We also need to expect better, expect more, all right? And just overall, be good people. All right? Know that people are relying on you to make decisions. To make it to their next base. Alright. To purchase their next set of knives. To purchase their next set of pumps. Okay. They might have an extremely important interview. Okay. And you're the person that's standing between them and that next job. So I thank you. This is Manuel Gonzalez. We went a little over that 20 minute mark. But I wanted to stress the factors of knowing our shit, knowing our craft. And if somebody has any questions or concerns, being sure to be able to find out those answers or come back to them and give them the exact information, the proper information that they need to get any tasks, issues, checklist items done that they may need need to. Okay, so hey I'm off my horse, thank you guys so much We'll be in touch Manuel Gonzalez out Valentine's Day edition (laughs) Have a good day y'all